Right, how are we doing everyone? This is Rio for the Role Model Podcast for Perfleet Youth Club. Now we have some exciting guests coming for you um, within the next couple of weeks. We'll hopefully make lockdown a little bit easier. Uh, but today I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about something that I know a lot about. Now when I talk to a lot of uh, a lot of young people, the main dream is to be a professional footballer. I know that was my dream when I was younger. Now I would know a little bit about that because... For those of you who don't know my history, I used to work at uh, West Ham United on off in the academy as both a coach and a scout for around eight years. You know, and also at clubs like Crystal Palace and Brentford. And, you know, I had dealings with various other clubs around London. So I'm in quite a good position to, to not only give advice, but talk to you about how, you know, football academies are. Because I think a lot of us, we have this this uh, misconception that it's all roses is you know you don't have to work hard you just go there you play football all day and then you go off and you become a footballer you know and unfortunately that is not the whole story so what I want to tell you about today is I want to give you some advice on if you're playing Sunday league to a good standard which I know a lot of you are then and you know you want to take the next step and get into a football academy I am going to give you some advice today. Now, before I do that, before I do that, I just want to, um, I just want to talk to you about how football academies run. Cause I think it's important, you know, because especially if you're going in, you know, your, your mid teens or, you know, even if you're in year seven, year eight, it's quite, quite late, uh, to go into an academy. You know, these days, some, some children, they go in at six and they're there right up until, they either make it pro or they don't. So they're from six years old. They're kind of embedded into the system. So what I want to do is just um, is just give you a bit of a, a chat about what it's like uh, in an academy. Now, when I was at West Ham, I've, I've worked with various players who have uh, you know gone on to become professional footballers. Um, two notable players would be uh, Ola Aina, who's now at Fulham. Uh, he's he, Played at Chelsea as well, and also for Torino in Serie A. Uh, Alex Awobi was another one who obviously had a good career, made it at Arsenal, and he's now at Everton. So I've I've worked with players. I've seen players from when they were six to eight years old, and then go all the way through the system, and are now fully professional footballers in the Premier League. You know, so for me, I I would like to think that I. I would uh, have some good advice to give you if you are looking to become a professional footballer. But before we do that, like I said, let's, let's talk about what it is, what you do. Now, if you are um, un- year three and under, you will only play in what they call development squads. So you might go up to the club once a week at most uh, and just train around the club. Likely, though, you'll be uh, you'll be put at a development a development squad. Um, that is in your area. So, for example, for Farrak, when I worked for West Ham, they run a development squad at Palmer's College. So they'd get all the players who play for West Ham, and they'd, you know, they play at Palmer's College. And this is so not uh, you didn't have to travel all the way to, you know, Chadwick, which is in Romford, which is where West Ham Academy is. Okay, so a lot of the time, if you're under eight, you will be in one of the development squads. Now, I want to I want to focus on more when you sign. When you sign for a professional team, because um, if you are in year one, two or three, you can still play for your Sunday league team. Okay, so I want to concentrate on more 
from year four, nine years old, when you can actually sign for a professional team. So the year four to year eight is called the development stage. Okay, so what you do in the development stage, you train two, three evenings a week. And this will be after school. Okay, Um, training will be high intensity. Uh, Each session will be working on something different. So where you might go to training for a Sunday league, you know, you might train, um, you, you might do some shooting, you might do some passing, just general stuff that will get you ready for the game on Sunday. When you go to train at, um, and you have a match at the end, you always have a match at the end, but when you go to train at uh, academy, uh, usually training, you know, don't involve matches. You know, for, So you're, you're looking at for two hours straight, you'll just be doing coaching drills that will try and improve your technique. You know, and that is the main key at this stage to get you technically sound, you know, so when you hopefully go on to the next stage, you're you're technically good enough. So you will be constantly doing passing, constantly doing ball control, constantly doing one, two touch, constantly doing one touch shoot, you know, and this will be the whole session. It's very rare that you will have that fun game at the end. It's not really what the academy is about. You will train two, three evenings a week. And usually then you'll have um, one, sometimes two games a week, um, usually on a Saturday or Sunday. I think if you're primary school age, so you're year four to year six, I think you still play on a Sunday. And then year seven and eight will play on a Saturday. And then you'll play again, you'll play another one of the uh, West Ham sites, which uh, that's in Beckton. They've got uh, six pitches in Beckton where the West Ham Academy play. So yeah, you'll play there on a Saturday, Sunday. You'll, you'll either play other academies or you'll play really good, um, Sunday league teams. But these Sunday league teams will usually be at least two, sometimes three years older than you. Uh, so for example, if you're in year seven, you could be playing year, year nine, year tens, you know, and that, that is, that is usually the gap in ability, you know, and that's, so if you think, a really good year 10 you know now in your school, they might only be the same ability as a year 7 or year 8 in an academy. So that's that's the gap, usually. Um, sometimes at the young ages, you won't play academies too much because you can only sign um, a contract for one... You can only sign a contract for one season. So what happens if, if you play for West Ham, you go and play Chelsea and you score a hat-trick against Chelsea, Chelsea are going to be knocking at your door saying at the end of your contract will you sign for us so what sometimes happens which is not great West Ham will forfeit their games against Chelsea Chelsea will forfeit their games against Arsenal so so it's all about protecting their players so a lot of the times in that development stage you will play games against older kids who play for good Sunday league teams and you know unfortunately you know that's the case um you will you will very rarely pay play your local rivals uh, but you will um you will play games every week, one, two games. Now, once you um, get to the twelve years old, there'll be um, there'll be a big a big kind of meeting that you'll have to see if you can go on to the next stage. And you know that's that's what we'll go on till now. Before we go on to that, another big big difference that you'll find um, when you go to an academy is that you don't play two halves. So you won't play first half, second half. You'll play four quarters. Now, and it sounds really strange, because football is first half, second half. But in academy, you've got to understand it's all about seeing what you can do. 
So it is. It's just about developing you and seeing what you can do. It's not really about winning the games. You know, and that's why West Ham don't mind forfeiting their game against Chelsea. They don't mind it because they, they just want to see what, see what you can do. So you'll play four quarters usually. So that will be a big change. Again, if you're going from a Sunday league team and you're going into an academy, then that will, that will obviously be a bit of a shock for you playing four quarters instead of two halves. Okay. So once you've got to 12 years old, if they decide to, you know, decide to keep you, um, or you move into another academy club, whatever, you will go into a second stage, which is called developing the practice. Now, you'll have a similar schedule to uh, 9 to 12 year olds. So you'll be training two, three times a week and then you'll have one or two games on the weekend. Um, but training this time will be a lot more specific to match scenarios. So where in young ages you were developing shooting in drills, a lot of ball control, a lot of one-twos, example, you will now be playing, um, you play scenario games against your fellow academy players and you'll be expected to do all this now in games so if someone says we want you to try and get into situations where you can uh, shoot from a pass so one one time shot from a pass you'll be expected as a team to put your teammates in them kind of situations so you can you know there's a lot of stop starting so the coach might tell you to right stop starting this position can you work out how to get a shot off one time from a pass it's very robotic you know it's it's hard for me to explain but i think if you do play football you can kind of get the gist of what i'm saying um it's very robotic it can be boring as well it can be boring and that's the thing like when you get to you know that year eight year nine that's when it sometimes a lot of players fall out of it and they want to just go and play sunday league again because they want to have fun you know at this stage um it's becoming a bit more serious because you're getting closer to being an adult. And obviously as an adult is when you, you know, when you become pro. So yeah, this is a stage that I think, um, a lot of, a lot of young people, they, they fall out of it. And I think if you're going straight in, if you're a really talented year eight, year nine now, and you're getting scattered and you're going straight in, it's, it's important that you know this, that this is what it's about. Training is very robotic. Training is very boring. It's just countless, countless, countless match scenarios where you'll be told to bring the game back, start again, start at the right wing, start at the left wing. Now try it from defence. You will never, in, in training, there will never be free-flowing games, okay? So, um, yeah, I think that's important to know. Now the final stage before you get a pro contract um, or don't get a pro contract is... Uh, stage three which is called developing a player now this stage is all about developing you as the player that you are going to become if you become a pro so for example what position are you going to play are you a destroyer are you a creative player you know are you someone who's going to you know put in 20 crosses a game this is really about now what is this player going to bring to my club um so this is when the coaches will decide right you are a left back. We've looked at you now for so many years or, or shorter and we've decided you are left back. We need you to work on your, you know, your wide area play, your crossing, your defending, your space awareness, you know, and so you'll get, you're now going to games. You'll still play your games every week. By this stage now, you are playing the Chelsea's, the Arsenal's every week without foul, uh, cause there's a lot more, um, 
there's a lot more security around contracts. So you are playing the top academies. So you're playing top academies every week now as a left back or as a striker or as a goalkeeper. Where before you was um you didn't have you didn't have specific positions. You know, um it's important to remember that throughout ages six nine till fifteen, sixteen you will not have a specific position, so to speak. You know, it's not always. Some players, they do they do get given a position and they stick with it. But it's rare. You know, you might be a striker at your Sunday league team scoring hat-tricks every game. And when you get to an academy, you know, the coach might think you'll make a good centre-back and that's what you'll be playing. And you haven't got a choice in that. Where your Sunday league, you've got a bit more freedom. You know, if you don't want to play defence, usually your manager or coach who's, who's, who's the, you know, he's not going to make you. But at an academy, that's not, that's not it. You don't choose your positions. You know, they choose your positions for you based on the potential they see. You know, and that is, that is it. You might be really good on the ball and that, and play in midfield, but they might think we want a ball playing centre back. So we're going to play this player in centre back. And that's what you have to do. And then that's how you have to develop. So it's important, and by the time you get to year 10, that's when they're really honing in on that. You know, this player is a defender, so you now have to have it in your mind, I'm a defender, you know, I'm going to improve in this position, if you want to make it, you know, and, and that's how that's how ruthless it can be. Also, when you get to 15, um, you'll start doing your GCSEs with the club and the other players, you know, so you do it as a group. Um I know at West Ham they had their own school with English, math, science teachers and everything. So you would do your school in the morning and then football in the afternoon. And by now, you're probably, you're training five days a week, you know, and you'll have a match on the, on the weekend. So that's six days a week you're doing football. Um, and then unless, unless you live close, because you can live up to an hour and a half away and still represent that academy. But unless you live close, um, you'll probably get asked to move to a flat with other players. Uh, and what you'll have there is someone called a house mum. And that house mum is like a housekeeper. They'll look after you. They'll feed you. They'll, um, you know, they'll get various things ready for you. So you don't have to think about that kind of stuff. Like you probably wouldn't if you was at home. Um, so it can be tough, you know, once you get to year 10, if you live an hour and a half away from the academy, they're going to want you closer. So you're going to have to go to school there and you're going to have to live there. So now you're doing your GCSEs, you're away from your family and you are trying to make it as a footballer. So at year 10, you're doing, you're trying to do all that stuff, you know, and that's when it gets really tough. And that's why you really have got to be mentally strong as a footballer. Um, so I've gone through all that. I know it took a little while, but I just wanted to let, let you know what, um, what it takes to become a professional footballer before I, uh, before I give you the advice on how to become, you know, so if you're still interested in how to become an academy footballer, I've got a boring answer, but I've got some good advice as well to give you that you stand you apart. So by now you're looking to be scattered. You're a Sunday league player. You're looking to be scattered, you know, whether you're a year four, or your year 10, you know, or anywhere in between, doesn't matter, year 11, you're looking to be scared. Okay, so the first piece of advice I always give players is always take responsibility on the pitch, you know, so what's that mean? Well, it means never hide, always be available for the ball, always support your teammates, and always be willing to, you know, do things like take them tricky penalties that no one wants to take, 
Um, and own up to your mistakes because mistakes are just something you learn from. The most off-putting thing for me when I was a scout, and I know a lot of other scouts feel the same, is the blame culture of some players. It doesn't matter how good they are, if they're constantly blaming the other players because they're better than them. That is something that puts us off because you could not come into an academy environment and be like that. So don't be that player who is always pointing the fingers, blaming other people. Just take responsibility for your own game. Yeah, support your players and always be willing to own your mistakes and just learn from it, you know, just learn from it. Now, the second bit of advice, and I'm going to I'm going to say this. This is the biggest, biggest bit of advice I'm going to give. I can't stress how important decision making is when you're a footballer. If you want to play in an academy, your decision making has got to be spot on. The biggest difference between Sunday League players and academy players is how fast they make the decisions, whether that's to pass, shoot or make a tackle. In academies, the game is played so fast that you don't get a lot of time to make decisions when you get the ball. The best thing you can do to improve it is practice making decisions on what you will do with the ball before you get the ball. Do you understand? So, for example... You're calling for a pass, in, you're in midfield, you're calling for a pass. Make sure before you get the ball, you have scanned where your teammates are. So as soon as you get the ball, you can release it to a te- teammate who is in a good position. If you're in a shooting position, and you're about to receive the ball, make sure you know what part of the net you're going to put that ball. You know, And if you've scanned already where the goalkeeper is, you'll know where he isn't and you'll know where to put that ball. Okay? Sunday league players make decisions on what to do with the ball when they get it. Academy players already know what they're going to do with the ball when they get it. That is the difference. Practice, get good at this, and you'll have a much better chance of being scouted. Okay? And the third and final piece, imagination. You know, imagination is very important at an academy. You know, it can tell a coach how you think or a scout, how you think when you have the ball in certain situations. If I'm scouting on a Sunday and I see you one-on-one with a goalkeeper, for example, and you try a cheeky chip, that's going to impress me. Not whether you score or not. If you score, brilliant. But if it goes wide or it goes over, the fact that you had the imagination, that you had the confidence to try that is what will impress me. And I know a lot of other scouts think the same because it's all about potential. It's not about whether you scored. It's about that you tried it. You might have got close. You might have just missed. You know, often at Sunday leagues, you're told, you know, keep it simple, simple pass, you know, simple this, simple that. But that's the opposite of how academy scouts are thinking when they're watching you. They want to see imagination. Put yourself in this scenario, right? You have two pass options. One is an easy pass. And one is a harder pass. But the harder pass will put your team in a better attacking position. So you've got a choice to make. You make an easy pass, your team keeps the ball. Or you make a harder pass, which might not make your teammate. But if it does, you're in a brilliant position. You know, If the hard pass fails, that's not a problem for an academy scout. That's not a problem. The problem for an academy scout would be if you didn't notice the harder pass in the first place. Okay, so the fact that you saw it and you tried it shows this scout that you have imagination, that your decision was to try and put your team in a better attacking position. And that is much 
much more impressive than keeping possession with an easy pass. Okay, so I hope you got um, some good nuggets there. Obviously, when we open again, I'm around all the time. If you want to talk to me about it or get any advice about anything football related, I'm always there to chat. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Next week, we'll be back. Like I say, we've got some good um, music-based uh, interviews coming up as well. So keep your eyes open. Keep up to date with social media at Perfect Youth Club and our YouTube page, Perfect Youth Club as well. Everyone stay safe and I hope, I hope I'll see you all soon. Take it easy.